We like to go to garage and estate sales and look for treasures. We also like to gather collectors and resellers alike and provide them with valuable information about products, many of them vintage, and share tips about how to get started and make some extra side money doing what we do. Thanks for joining us today. Um, yeah, so we're wondering if you guys have heard of like online and retail arbitrage. Do any of you guys actually do online and retail arbitrage? Hi, Cynthia, Lady Hustle, nineteen twenty. Happy Taco Tuesday! Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we were eating tacos every Tuesday at some point, but we stopped. <laughs> we stopped. But I could eat. I could eat tacos three times a day. So retail and online arbitrage is a type of reselling. Yes. Do we do we do this type of reselling, Michelle? Yes. A little bit. I want to say maybe like 10%, 15% of our business is retail and online arbitrage. Some, How about you guys? Yeah, some people do it full time. Some people only do retail and online arbitrage. Um, we're a mixed basket. <laughs> <laughs> we're a mixed basket, yes. Hi, Brittany. Discount deals for you. Happy Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Hi, Brittany. Yeah, so um, just wondering, how many of you guys do retail or online arbitrage? How many of you don't know what it is? Uh, Lady Hustle 1920. Cynthia says, we want to see that recipe taco with the lettuce <laughs> that Michelle made. It was so yummy. We actually forgot to order um, tortilla that day. It's actually vegan. So um, you can order some Beyond Meat and um, I can send you the recipe. <laughs> Very easy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was delicious. If you can make it again, Michelle, next Tuesday. <laughs> okay. That we'll, would be do awesome. a, we'll do a live <laughs> on making tacos. <laughs> so, Michelle, what's retail arbitra arbitrage? Um, so, it's basically, it basically means you go to a retail store and you go to your local retail stores, buy products from there, and then selling those same items through online marketplace for a profit. Yeah, so let's chat about that a little bit. So it's not like most retail stores, although I guess it is most retail stores. So what you want to do um, is you want to go into a store, and you can't. We're going to talk about which marketplaces you can sell these items on, but basically it's any marketplace, right? So speaking of um, items to resell. It's very simple the way we started where you go to a garage sale, you buy things at highly discounted prices because at garage and yard sales, people just want to get rid of the things, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't want to maybe put it in the trash mm -hmm. or um, make it go to a landfill. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really fun. But retail arbitrage is buying from retail stores. Mm -hmm. The good thing yes. about that is um, you can actually, you know, physically look at the product and then they're all brand new. So you don't have to worry about any dings on it or any uh, marks or, um, you know, uh, defect on the product. I mean, you might, though. You will, like Michelle said, you should inspect any product. And mm -hmm. then if there is a defect, you want to you wanna say that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, people like buying, some people like buying new things. And sometimes they gift them. Sorry? They buy them as gifts. Oh, the customers? Yeah. 100%. New yeah. Items. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, so that's like a whole nother topic. But um, but the thing is, is you don't want to buy something at the retail store for $100 that's worth 80 bucks online because you're going to lose money. Mm -hmm. So you do need to be very careful when you do it 
you have to develop a strategy yeah. as to how you're going to buy an item at a discounted rate yeah. to sell online at the market price. Yeah. Now, you know, you kind of have to manage your expectation too, because if you're really used to going to garage, so you're going to pay a dollar for an item, you know, retail arbitrage is a, it's a different scenario where you do have to make a little bit more investment. That's a good point. And that's one of the reasons why the first couple years of reselling, we really stayed away from it because we weren't ready to dish out you know, we weren't making enough to dish out as much as like mm -hmm. is required to do on mm -hmm. retail arbitrage. Now, um, a couple of uh, shout outs to Manny Aguilar, 67. Hi, Manny. JRH12345 and Kathy S. Posh. How's it going, everyone? So a couple comments also. Kathy S. says, I love this topic so much. Arielle38 says, it's so much easier to sell if you buy the right products for the right price. Mm -hmm. Exactly, 100%. Cynthia says, um, that's right, and Kathy Spash says, I agree to Arelli. Arelli says, yes, looking up comps is a must. So that leads to a quick question. Where do you guys and how do you guys look up comps for um, retail arbitrage? Comps is um, a term um, that real estate uses. So, for example, if you have a home that you want to buy or sell, you look up comps. That means you look up what the other homes in your neighborhood are selling for. Mm -hmm. And then you can price accordingly. Mm -hmm. So we do that in the reselling um, field as well, mm -hmm. I guess, field yeah. um, realm. And we ha we look to see online, what are things selling for, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's comps. So um, anyway, so back to, to what is... So back to online, uh, sorry, retail arbitrage is a buying things at a retail store. Online arbitrage is what, Michelle? It's basically the same thing, except you are buying online. Um, the good thing about online arbitrage is it's easy for you to compare prices. You know, you can check up comps immediately without, like, going through your phone. Um, and also, you could do it at home. You don't have to go out, especially now. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like Michelle said, it's exactly the same thing. Okay, we're not going to say one is better than the other because they both have their advantages, to be honest, right? Um, but then... Yeah, but so there's some really good comments that I wanted to catch here. Hi, Brenna's Closet, Brene's Closet, happy Taco Tuesday. Um, so Kathy is saying that on Poshmark, using Google Photo or Google Lens is one way you can um, check comps. That is an app you can download on your phone. Mm -hmm. Brenna's Closet said, look at solds and how many are currently listed. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, definitely. Um, and then... So Arely says, I look up comps on the platform I'm selling the product on. So like a couple places where you can look up uh, comps, <laughs> like let's say Poshmark, you can find how much the item sold there. You can filter out the name of the product. You can definitely do online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, and sell it on Poshmark, right? Um, Manny says RA is okay, but it's boring. <laughs> it's not as fun as treasure hunting, that is for sure. Mm -hmm. But Lady Hustle says that she likes RA, it's fun for her. So I guess to each their own. Yeah, also something I noticed is that um, the profit margin is a little bit less than like what we're used to just because the investment is bigger. But the good thing about retail arbitrage is you can buy a lot of the same items versus at garage sale you can only have one or two items at the most. Um, so when you do a listing, you can just do multiple quantities instead of listing like many of the different items. That's a really good point. And so we're speaking from experience here because we've bought, you know, it's cold, it's starting to get cold now. So we bought some hoodies 
and so we bought them at a discount so what happens when you know stores discount their seasonal items if they don't get purchased they go to like goodwills they go to your local thrift stores um you know people buy them and resell them mm -hmm. so we're essentially doing that we're essentially mm -hmm. you know taking care of those highly discounted items um, but like Michelle said, it could save you time. Mm -hmm. The investment is a little bit bigger, but hey, you're saving time and you can just list the one item, take picture of one item, and then list the different sizes if you bought like 10 of the same mm -hmm. item, right? Correct. So I can see how that's an advantage yeah. of that. So, um, hello, Talkwood Summer. How's it going, Sarah? I be flippin'. And we have a couple of interesting comments that I do want to share. Um, hi, Michelle Ben 8. So let's see. Pinterest is a great idea. So Cynthia is using Pinterest as well. Okay. So um, so that's that's one way to to do what? I'm sorry, I'm lost. Pinterest to do retail arbitrage. To do retail arbitrage. To How do you them. do that? To How do you them. use it? Um, and so Great question. Kathia says, where do you guys like to do RA? So we're going to talk about in a minute where you can do RA in person and online. How's it going? T talk with Summer and uh, I be flipping. So evolving ways, uh, Terry says exactly. I do that with items I purchase wholesale. Oh, yes. Can you? Wholesale. Yeah. She meant that, you know, she could just list, have one listing and she buy a whole lot. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, yeah. that's a good point. With wholesale, you can good just point. do the one listing. So let's go into where, where, let's talk about that. Where do you do your online arbitrage? Which retail stores do you go to? We have a short list of some stores that um, are well known for, for that. So Michelle, do you want to... Do you want to um, yes. talk about this? Um, so Marshalls is a good place. Ross, uh, TJ Maxx, um, GameStop. Some people uh, look for you know used or new video games there. And Big Lots uh, Factory Outlet is a great place. We've also got Target, Burlington, Walmart, and TJ Maxx. There's so many places, but if you know, if you look at these stores, they are discount stores. So a lot of these stores do get the closeouts as well, and they sell, um, you know, seasonal or out-of-season items at discounted prices. Mm -hmm. But you can really score in a lot of these different stores. So um, Cynthia says that Pinterest has an option for photos, Marina and Michelle. Okay, okay. That's cool. Excellent. I mean, yeah, you we um, so we did talk about using Pinterest to um, market your products. Yeah. So is that what you were referring to? Cynthia, Katya said it is better to list one listing with multiple, oh, it's a question. Is it better to list one listing with multiple quantities rather than multiple listings? I've heard that you have more exposure if you list them separately. Oh, that's interesting. That's a really good question and I also debate on that. Yeah. Um, I think we've sold items in for both because it depends on sometimes when you add the size on the keyword on the listing title it helps people look for it and I when I buy when I go shopping I type in my size I don't care I just want to know get to the place I want to get to um, but at the same time if you have multiple listings um, I mean if you have a listing with multiple sizes uh, we've sold items that way too so I, I'm yeah. not sure. So what I would do on that is include the sizes in the description because 
It's all about the metadata, right? It's all about what the web crawler is catching from your content and your listing. Um, we do have a, 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 a live on keywords you may want to check out, but definitely I can see how um, you know that would pump up your keyword search. But if you just include it in your description, it should also catch it. So we do have a couple comments that I want to grab here. Um, so let's see, evolving ways. Terry says pros and cons to that. Mm -hmm. So she agrees on that one. Cynthia said no for looking products in RA when you are looking. Sometimes you don't find the item in Google Photos. You find it on Pinterest. Thank you, Cynthia. I was like trying to figure that out. So she says sometimes you don't find the items on Google, but you could find them on Pinterest. Pinterest needs to make a lens, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lens app. And um, Evolving Way says agree. Uh, great point. Pricing in the description. Yeah. De excellent. Thank you guys so placing much for your in feedback. The description, yeah. uh, placing, sorry. And if there's space for the title, I always add all the sizes there. And with, you know, when I list, when I have multiple sizes on the listing, I always add all the sizes there. So when they're typing in, you know, hoodie, medium, you'll get there. When they type in hoodie, large, you'll get there. But that may not work for the long, long tail keywords. So mm -hmm. that may not be the best way. Yeah, that's why it's some to do I, it. I guess. <laughs> no, think about it. I guess we got to do a test to see what works better. Well, yeah, exactly. So then <laughs> if you guys, okay, sorry to like go on a total, t like, what do you call that? Side, on side a side though. Yeah, sorry about this, but it's important. There's a thing called long tail keywords. And that is when you do a Google search or, you know, search on Amazon or your shopping platform and you put more than one keyword. So somebody may be looking for like a old uh, gaming t tube TV set and then it has to be those exact combination of words. Hey you, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate our podcast. Our podcast is fairly new and we're in need of comments. If you can think of anyone an episode may be helpful for, please share the episode with them. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And again, a million thanks for stopping by. So in that in that scenario, it's not going to work. Nobody's going to put like small, medium, large blue sweater. So that might hurt I, your... I understand what you mean. Yeah, that might hurt your chances in the in the keyword listing. Yeah. Michelle and I don't always agree on things, but we help each other, you know. <laughs> we help each other. She helps me see a lot of things, right? So we're always helping each other. Um, okay, so let's go on and continue. So those were some example retail stores. We're going to discuss some example online stores where you could buy things online and it's called online arbitrage. Yeah, so after the pandemic, we haven't been out and about. Um, so online uh, arbitrage is certainly something that I think a lot more people are doing. People go on Amazon, eBay, Walmart, Nordstrom Rack, Nike, Foot Locker. These are just examples of where people shop. Yeah, and the interesting thing about online arbitrage or retail arbitrage is there are resellers that have developed entire businesses just focusing on one specific kind of genre of items. I've heard many stories of resellers making $100,000 in profit selling just, you know, athletic shoes only, right? Mm -hmm. And just buying them new at discounted prices and then reselling them online. So mm -hmm. um, you can definitely make an entire business model out of this. Um, I've also heard of the same exact thing with video games. So 
again, if like you have a particular interest, you could always kind of blend the two, your interest with what you want to sell or how you want to make extra money. Our interest, what Michelle and I absolutely love is vintage items. Mm -hmm. We, I love history. Mm -hmm. I love historical things. Michelle loves the design of vintage items. So that's like what we love to do. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so let's check out the comments. So we have Sarah Runway Closet says, when you do one listing with multiple size, does it duplicate the item number for inventory purpose? I don't think so. I'm actually not sure. That's a great question. Yeah. So it depends like what inventory um, tracking are you using? We use Vendu for ours. I, mm, I think she's talking about eBay. If you're talking about eBay, I know you could set oh. different SKU numbers. Um, but I'm not actually not sure. We'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah. So basically when you do um, multiple size, yes, it's going to show on eBay. It'll show like, oh, hey, there's three left or there's two left. And the same thing on Posh, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully that's what you were asking, Sarah. If not, please feel free to ask again if we got it wrong. Um, Terry says for Nike, people use bots. That's becoming um, more and more popular. Yeah. A lot of resellers actually use bots as well. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, speaking of economics, it really drives those prices up. Mm -hmm. But it's not uncommon. So that's a really good comment that uh, we hadn't thought to bring up. Thanks for bringing that up. Terry and Kathy says, today is Amazon Prime Day, by the way. Yeah, so we, today is Amazon Prime Day, by the way. We have a, uh, we're going to talk about that later too. Um, but thanks for bringing it up, Kathia. You can get amazing deals. And so speaking of online places to buy things, Amazon. Today is a big day for resellers to buy discounted items on Amazon to sell again during yeah. Christmas, the holidays, and New Year's. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point um, brought up by Kathia. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, online, a lot of stores that we mentioned for retail now have online stores. Yeah. It used to be that Marshalls and TJ Maxx did not sell online, but now they are. Mm -hmm. And also places like Ross, do, does Ross sell online? No, so, I don't think so. So I don't think they sell online, Ross. Um, Burlington is another fantastic retail arbitrage store, and I don't believe they're online either. So, you know, there's benefit to both. You can kind of complement your your shopping, your retail shopping, and do both online and in person. You can find things at walmart.com that you, you know, you may not be able to find um, there that you'll have to walk into a physical Walmart to get those deals. So, um, so that's that. There is also something that people use, right? An app that where they can track yeah, their prices. Yeah, we didn't think to talk about apps, you know, but there's an app called BrickSeek. And then that will tell you where the local um, retail arbitrage deals are according to your zip code. Mm. So that is um, definitely a good point, Michelle. Cool. Yes. And so um, a quick comment here from uh, Terry. She said, oh, actually, sorry, from Cynthia. Cynthia said, yes, my business model is RA for Amazon for sure. So how is everything going with that, Cynthia? And Terry said, yes, companies are trying to stop the bots, but impossible to stop. I bet that's going to be difficult. All right. So let's talk about the, um, the COVID pandemic impact on retail and online arbitrage. So really quickly, so let's talk about that 
we have a question. What was the name of the app again? It's called Brick Seek, like a red brick, and then Seek, S-E-E-K. BrickSeek.com. A lot of people use it. If you're doing RA, that's one of like the top apps to um, have handy in your hand. Yeah. Cool. You'll get notifications when things go on sale or are discounted in your area. Yeah, so obviously the pandemic has impacted, you know, people shopping behavior. Um, but at the same time, it's also impacting our buying behavior as resellers. Um, for, you know, for the retail arbitrage, again, there is much less foot traffic. There's um, their sales. A lot of retail stores have decreased significantly since March. Such as like when you walk in a Ross, there were multiple times I would see resellers who depended on Ross for their items and the shelves are empty mm -hmm. and it just makes you wonder like where is everything like yeah. where is it going yeah um so places like nordstrom they have actually closed down 16 stores north not nordstrom rack but the real nordstrom um and their revenue fell 14 percent. so all the retail stores are sales are going down but i think they're a lot of them are pivoting to online shopping and online selling um, such as TJ Maxx is they're now selling online. Yep. I think a couple of other stores. Marshalls are now online. So yeah, you know, they've changed our business model. Um, but back to Nordstrom, that was the first large scale store closing that they have done since they started Nordstrom 119 yeah. years ago. So it's quite a big deal to, to lose 14% of revenue. That's a, quite a big hit for yeah. retail stores such as Nordstrom. Um, but guess what? Nordstrom recently, this year, opened a resale business. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that, honestly, that's got to give us confidence that we're doing the right thing when you see these retail giants um, doing resale. They see how much, you know, we're we're doing out here yeah. with, with uh, second secondhand or pre-loved items yeah or you know even close out items that are out of season yeah and they're um in case you guys are interested the store is called the cut so they opened in february of this month yeah and there's this like year. there's like a few um more stores that i've heard have been doing that i don't know off the top of my head but if you guys know let us know um a few more retail stores that have opened up that that model there of secondhand stores um I, ikea Ikea oh, really? recently is doing the same. They're opening. So Ikea is like a furniture place, like an affordable furniture place. Um, they're based out of Sweden, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. And anyway, they're doing a secondhand oh, store wow. as well. That's cool. For furniture. I mean, I see so many Ikea furniture on OfferUp and Facebook Marketplace. So yeah. that's pretty smart of them to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going a little bit off topic, um, you know, I, I learned this today at my real, my full-time job. They, there was a discussion about sustainability. And basically, all the companies are going towards sustainability. You know, they want to create more sustainable packaging. So stores like Nordstrom, they want to be sustainable, IKEA. So I think a lot of other companies are moving towards that. Yeah. yeah, and so Michelle, I don't know if she mentioned, but her day job is marketing. She works for a very large marketing firm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And so um, Kathy said it's in that's interesting. Cynthia said, yes, Walmart has a second hand in their page now too. Oh, that's wow. right. I've noticed that as well. So if you guys are interested in applying to sell on Walmart, yeah. give it a try. Get, you know, get on there.
And so Sarah said, not retail, but Walmart and Target have a reseller online. Mm. They both partnered with ThreadUp. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Wow. That's interesting. You guys, see what's going on? There's an entire revolution in reselling. It's exciting stuff. <laughs> you know, we love, we love chatting with other resellers, and we love doing what we do. So... Did we discuss places to sell already? No, um, but I think, you know, this is quite, this is uh, basic information where you can sell all the new items that you gather from online and retail arbitrage. We've got eBay, Amazon, Mercari, Poshmark. You can sell on Walmart, everywhere. Yeah, so these are really popular places, and I don't know. Not like, Etsy. Not Etsy. Not Etsy. It's not That's Etsy. not on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Amazon highly, highly depends on resellers doing retail arbitrage yeah. highly like in fact that's kind of how they started yeah. and um you know i actually didn't know two years ago that it was people like what we're doing now and what cynthia is doing um sending you know going to maybe walmart buying items there and sending them to amazon yeah. like that's like crazy and yeah. i think a lot of people probably who are shoppers and customers on amazon they probably have no idea that that's how it works. Yeah. So <laughs> what happens if Walmart works directly with Amazon? Well, no, I think Walmart is a competition to Amazon, and they're okay. trying to copy the same model. How interesting. As Amazon, but which is But it goes smart. around in full circle, right? It's like people are buying, <laughs> people are buying from secondhand, second <laughs> resellers, but they're technically buying from Walmart and not Amazon. Yeah. I mean, they, might, they might be buying from Walmart to sell on Walmart. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So a quick comment. So before we actually end our live from uh, Cynthia, Cynthia said, um, exactly, Marina Michelle, Amazon depends completely from us because they love when they're running out. Other sellers are available for yeah. supplying that. And that's 100% true. Mm -hmm. So it's a big secret. If you didn't know, um, I hope this live provided you guys uh, the information you needed to look into other you know, business models. Um, aside from what you are already doing. Yeah. We do want to end our lives as we usually do with a nice, uh, with meme. a meme. You want me to do it? Go for it, yeah. Okay, this is me talking. I just don't need more stuff. And then me on Amazon Prime Day. I don't have a cat, but this litter box is 8% off. I'm buying three. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Like, everyone, and Kathy mentioned, it's Amazon Prime Day today. So if you have Christmas shopping to do... We are not going to hold you any longer, so you can go get your Christmas shopping done. But be careful that you don't end up with a lot of unnecessary things. Though as resellers, we may be able to sell them anyway um, for, you know, the holidays and whatnot. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And we love the participation and comments you guys um, supplied us with. Uh, it was really interesting. We learned a lot from you. And <laughs> we hope you have a wonderful day. Um, good luck shopping this week, Amazon Prime Week, and a lot of other places are having lots of sales. So um, have a wonderful rest of your Go Tuesday. Go shopping now, guys. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Like, share, and direct message us during the week if you want to talk to us or even have questions about getting started on reselling yourselves.